You are listening to the Starshot Podcast, a Genesis actual play. I'm Kirby, your host and Game Master, and this is Poke Chapter 2. Alright, so where we last left off, uh, you were being held at gunpoint, uh, but also there was an emergency broadcast regarding the aspiration there had apparently been some sort of explosion and uh law enforcement is asking people to stay indoors while they figure this out before we actually address this this whole thing with you being uh, held at gunpoint i actually want to make a fear roll uh this the aspiration is supposed to be your planet's uh ticket off of this rock um because if you prescribe to the world's soul theory you only have a century or actually 70 years left uh, to build a generation ship and get out of here and the aspiration was that generation ship and so i think not just you but everyone is going to feel some sort of dread and so that's what the fear check is going to uh, reflect. Okay. It's going to be based off your discipline. Or, yes, yeah, so yeah, it'll be based off your discipline, and it's going to be hard, so it'll be three purples. Uh, yikes times a million. Um, wow, that couldn't have gone much worse. Uh, so I've got one sunburst and one triangle. Good, so far, right? And mm-hmm. I've got six X's. <laughs> I... That's literally the worst roll you can yep. make on all three of those difficulty yep. dice. Six X's, yep. huh? So you have the net of five failures and uh, what sounds like one advantage. one advantage. I'm able to quickly double my pants before I completely shit myself. <laughs> so what's going to happen here is uh, you're going to take uh, six to, uh, to your strain. Um, now... Strain is, compared to wound thresholds, is easier to recover. You recover at the end of an encounter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, like, you're, you're, if you cross your strain threshold, your max one, you're, you're going to become incapacitated in some okay. way. That makes sense for it, right? It's your mental stress. Oh, so, yeah, you feel this sense of dread just wash over you and this could in part be like because of your background in the few which is this religion that i assume supports getting off yeah, the planet yeah so, so basically when, when yeah. polk sees this you know he's the when, when i see this you know my, my immediate thought is you know jesus christ like one more excuse to be here and longer like this is this is just what we need like i i'm genuinely upset and 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 fearful of what this kind of development means yeah, and the Vault Raider uh, standing across from you, gun held out as he is suddenly losing his cool and escalating the situation even before the explosion of the uh, aspiration, uh, which actually, let me go ahead and roll his fear because uh, this is going to matter uh, while you think about how you want to potentially de-escalate this uh, situation because you're going to have a you have a moment. I've got, a pl- I've got a plan, baby. I've had a plan for a month now. Um, did you want to spend a story point to make this check harder for him? He's, no, yeah. I'd rather save that for later. Net success of one, but two threats. Um, okay, so he doesn't take any strains. Um, and I think the threat here is that he... Hmm, 
I think he gets distracted enough to where, like, he lowers his gun. There's no TV that you're watching because this Mercy broadcast was over radio. Uh, so he's just kind of, like, looking in the general direction of the nearest speaker. And, yeah, he's definitely, um, he's maintaining his cool, but he is taking, essentially, a moment to uh, compose himself. What do you do? Uh you see this as an opportunity to do something uh, to try to de-escalate the situation or maybe escalate it further. I don't know. So sensing a, a moment of, of, of break in the action here while he's distracted, I, I kind of reach into my pocket and pull out my harmonica. <laughs> no, just kidding. Sorry. We, we just, we just like totally rearranged our basement. So there's a little shit on my desk now that I haven't seen in like ages. Um, no. So I, I, I am, I am genuinely upset. Like I said before, I, uh, I'm kind of fearful of what this means for the for the future of this colony and, and our getting off it. But in this moment, it gives me an idea that I can use this kind of distraction. And, and, and despite my genuine fear, I, I'm going to play up a little bit of, of how fearful I really am. So as you said, it's a, it's a radio broadcast, right? Yeah. So I just kind of like drop my drop my hands to my side and I throw the, throw them up to my up to my head and just and I just go, oh Jesus, Jesus, Sarah, oh God, Sarah's up there, Jesus Christ, Sarah. And I, I, I start to kind of like like shrink down to, into like a ball and just start to keep, oh my God, oh my God, something happened to Sarah. And I, I, I really kind of play up this, this, this kind of, you know, basically what I'm doing. I, I want to see what his reaction is to this though. Yeah, go ahead and make a opposed uh, deception check. Uh, this is going to be opposed by his vigilance. So you're going to be rolling against two, uh, two reds. Well, so, so in this case, uh, you know, Polk, I, I'm not uh, equipped at all to handle myself in a close quarters gunfight. So, as, as, while I'm kind of doing this little act, I, I, I look over, I, I steal a quick glance over to our chef, who's the grandfather's name. I forget. Val. Um, Val. Yeah, Val. And I, Val, and I give him a quick look, like, like help me out here. And so I'm, I'm trying. I, you know, he's he's seen me kind of quick, you know, be quick on my feet with this stuff before, mm. and, and kind of try to talk myself out of a bad situation. So I'm hoping that he will. You know, see my my this moment as a way to kind of join in with this wor this fake worry. Uh, just so you know, like you look over at Bao, he is uh, seething. Um, you can see in his face, he's clearly seeing red because you gotta remember, like these people yeah. are to some extent threatening his granddaughter, which is his only family on this planet. Yeah, understood. Mm, so yeah, he, he does capture your eye. Um, but he, he is clutching something. You don't quite see it from the angle that you're at, uh, but it's, it's probably not going to be a secret at this point that it's probably like a chef's knife or something. Yeah. Understood. Okay. Well, in that case, it sounds like I, I, I don't get his assistance. I'm, I'm, I'm good to roll this straight up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I got one success and three failures and that's it. Okay. I roll a blank on the fucking yellow <laughs> I think, uh, I think Reinhardt took your luck because he was rolling a bunch of triumphs. Okay, uh, the guy finally um, composes himself. He is not buying this. Uh, and he levels his gun again because, remember, he had lowered it. Uh, and he says, you think I'm fucking playing around? If you don't give me the... And then 
right before he finishes the sentence, uh, you actually notice uh, the one other friend he had in the booth, um, who had been quiet this entire time, get up uh, and grab him firmly by the shoulder, leaning in to whisper something. You also notice while there's this moment of uh, of the two going back and forth in hushed tones, uh, that this person is sweating immensely. Uh, and you can actually kind of see like his eyes are red, uh, but more importantly, you can see the familiar black strains around his eye. It's very faint, but you can now see it now that he's like standing under a brighter light. And you know this from back in your uh, army days uh, that uh, some soldiers were basically essentially using this drug uh, enhancement regiment uh, to make them stronger soldiers. Um, it was experimental back then. This society has never actually been in wartime unless you count skirmishes with the uh, evil world soul sending like the occasional predator to essentially like test things, right? But people got would get addicted to this substance regardless. Uh, so these are signs of withdrawal. Uh, the agitation, the sweating, the red eyes, and black veins. And just like that, he uh, holsters his gun and picks his stuff up from the uh, booth. Um, and the two are talking about getting out of here uh, right now. And it seems like as they're rushing out the door, uh, that's actually when their two companions uh, come in and they ex do a short exchange at the door uh, before heading out. And you could kind of see them through the window. Uh, they are essentially just hurrying up into their uh, speeder there and zooming off. Okay. Uh, so I look over, I look over at Val, who hopefully has cooled off at this point. And I just, I'm just like, thanks a lot, Val. Like, you think we're taking those guys on all by ourselves? Like, just you and me, back to back, taking all those rough vault raiders? What are you thinking back there? He actually doesn't say a word to you. Um, he takes off his uh, apron. He does put... Uh, what was in fact a chef's knife on the counter and he goes into the back of the house to collect his stuff um, and you can uh, hear him calling for uh, Liliana to come with him and Lil uh, Lily uh, she is kind of uh, standing there at the threshold between the back of the house and the front of the house and she is looking between the two of you. She does not seem keen on staying here, but she doesn't seem keen on going with her grandfather. And you have never seen Bao like lose his cool like this. Okay, I, I kind of put my hand out to, to both of them. I goes, wait, 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 wait. Look, you, you and I know who those guys were. And clearly they had something that we don't want them to have. And you have that something. What did you take from those guys? I'm looking at I'm looking at Bally and and his daughter, his granddaughter. Uh, so because Lily's kind of in a uh, looks like she's ready to bolt like a scared rabbit right now. Um, that's the only reason why I'm going to ask for a role here. Um, probably charm from how you approach this. Uh, this is going to be a average check, so two purple dice, and I'm actually going to spend a, a story point because I. Think it would be interesting if you got the spare on this roll um, to see how that play, plays out. I have a couple ideas for that. So yeah, uh, actually, so instead of two purple, roll one red, one uh, purple. All right. Uh, so I have a net of two advantage, but two failure. 
without grabbing her stuff uh lily steamers out i i i i i i gotta i gotta go i, I gotta go right now i i can't do this i i'm sorry and she begins to like half run out uh the door not out the front door despite the fact that the uh vault raiders have already left the scene but she begins to try to work her way through the back and go throughout the uh back door there um what advantages would you like out of this situation uh, i'd like to be able to kind of quickly grab val on the way out and kind of be able to tell him something even if, even if I'm not going to be able to get, get Lily's attention or be able to find out what this thing is, I need, I need to impart at least one thing to, to Bao. Yeah, Bao is also trying to like chase after Liliana, but yeah, you, you managed to grab him and kind of like halfway put your body between him and the door so you can grab his attention. Uh, what, what do you tell him? Like, Bao, like, you know what we're here protecting. You know what those guys are after. If they have something that will help them get what they're after, they're going to come back for it. Lily's in danger, and what we're here to protect is in danger. You need to take care of this. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, uh, okay. I think I know where she's going. She'll probably head over to Talus. And you know, Tala, like, you don't know her, know her, you know of her. She is Liliana's, like, childhood friend. Okay. Uh... So at, at at this point, I just kind of like put my hand on on Bell's shoulder and go like, "Look, I'm I'm sorry what happened back there. You know, I, I wish we I wish it could have turned out better, and your your Lily wasn't in danger. But this is the planet we live on. But I, I'm sorry." He you can tell he's still like simmering to an extent, but his uh, discipline's resurfacing at this point, and he just he's having a hard time looking you in the eye. Um, you can tell he's kind of feeling a little ashamed and he just nods vig vigorously, um, before, um, respectfully, uh, walking out the back door to chase after Liliana. All right. So, uh, I think, I think at this point, I know maybe quite an hour hasn't passed, but it, it can I just go take a quick peek at, at any report from that, that I'm still intrigued by this missing. It's still in the back of my mind, this missing uh, caravan. I know it's, I know it's emergency broadcast and some other pressing stuff, but I'm, I just like, like to take a quick peek. Yeah, I mean, we could fast forward to an hour, or to the hour mark, rather. Yeah, how about, like, there's, there's, still, there's still more business in the restaurant. We're not quite closed yet. Despite the emergency, I'd, I'd still like to, you know, maintain some level of decor here in this you know, yeah gotta make some money <laughs> yeah definitely so uh really quick before we get into this uh go ahead and let's recover some strain you can make a uh either a discipline or a cool check and you recover amount of strain equal to your successes um okay let's go with cool okay. so i got three greens and there's no purple so yeah get back to strains i'm at four net at this point okay fantastic uh so you kind of sink yourself or throw yourself into your work here. Um, there are still customers, uh, even as the mood across the restaurant is somber. No new customers come in. Again, it was the end of the lunch rush, uh, but customers are kind of lingering a little longer uh, than they should. Uh, you have like a few tables and people aren't really talking much. There's kind of this awkward air as you can hear the clinking of glass and uh, forks, etc. And finally, um, as you pay out the last uh, customer or at least leave the bill on their table, uh, you go into your back room to check your messages. And sure enough, right on the hour, uh, you get a new message back uh, from the uh, 
outposts. Uh, there have been no sighting, and that either says that they just simply weren't around when the bus came by, which means they weren't doing their job, or the shuttle just never made it to that checkpoint. Um, so that's, that's not any good, right? Because if, if it's the latter, that's expanding the uh, range of search that you would have to do, assuming that you would actually coordinate a search, right? Um, so yeah, what, what do you want to do? Uh, so I think at this point, I, I, I think I need to start kind of narrowing this, this net down. So I, I, I think it's time to kind of call in some favors in, in terms of making a little more precise search for this, you know, get someone on the case. Uh, you know, if, even if that means calling it a favor to do it, I'm, 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 I am the, before I was, I was, you know, concerned, uh, about this bus, but now with recent events, I'm really kind of on edge about it. And, you know, despite the fact there's no clear connection between the, the, you know, emergency of, you know, in orbit in this particular, uh, transport, the kind of two things happening back to back has made me, you know, want to be extra sure about this. Yeah. So if, even, even, if, even if it takes like calling in a, a, a you know, long favor to, to get someone to, to, Put more time on this. I, I, I need to do that. Okay. Uh, who who are you calling? Uh, so where, where did you say it was last seen? Uh, it was last seen leaving the uh, leaving Stepping Stone. Well, actually, um, let's backtrack here. Uh, there was definitely a couple checkpoints that I should have hit uh, before arriving to your place. It evidently never hit that first checkpoint. Uh, between stepping stone and the fr uh, fringes, uh, because again, this bus or this shuttle was supposed to. Um, I mean, there is like a direct path between West Sands and stepping stone that doesn't involve the fringes, but the shuttle was doing like a trip through the fr uh, fringes before like curving back up. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna do. I, I, in stepping stone, there's another one of our restaurants there. Of course, uh, I'm gonna call in. I'm gonna call in my the manager there. You know who he and I. Uh, back before we were kind of rose to the rank of these managers and kind of local heads, you know, we were both in what we were. We were both kind of in a, a fringe mission, uh, trying to to you know keep, to, to to survey the uh, the local scene, uh, uh, fault wise, and also kind of start to recruit. Yeah. So he's, I, I know him from a little ways back, and I, and I kind of call up and I'm just like, you know, well, my, the message that I send is is kind of like I, find, I fill him in on what I know so far about this missing transport and, and what concerns me. And I would really, you know, because because you know me, I, w I wouldn't ask for this if it wasn't something I felt a gut feeling about. Can you go start to kind of follow up on? Can you go to the can you go to the fringes? Can you go to the next fringe stop and and ask around? And and, and this message uh, is all obviously encoded in our in our special few uh, uh, code. Which if someone who didn't know the code were to open it, it would sound like this. <laughs> um, so that's uh, that's what I do. Okay, yeah, so the other uh, Amy Fawn restaurant owner uh, in Stepping Stone receives your reports, and he tells you that he'll get a team together to look into it, yeah. So in the meantime, I mean, what does what, what do you do? At this point, um, some of the guests are starting to leave. Uh, you overhear talk of a potential vigil tonight in uh, the West Sands uh, Square, um, and a lot of people seem keen on going. Uh, well, at this point, you know, I, 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 I just never really worked out where I live after maybe, maybe, maybe I've got like a little place as part of this restaurant, like a little upstairs loft or something. Um, sure. you know, I've got my office obviously with the side, but I've got a little loft too. So, 
if, if people start, uh, this whole time I've been kind of trying to comfort some of the regulars and kind of try to keep things cheery in the place, you know, uh, not, not, not like business, business as usual, but since we're all kind of on edge, I'm trying to, you know, make sure everyone gets a little extra helping of kelp uh, and some good, good old fashioned charm. Um, but I, but I, you know, after I, you know, later in the day and after I've kind of sent this message and things filter down, I, I start to close down shop like I usually do. Uh, and, you know, I, I want, I want to kind of fully, uh, you know, retire to my, I, I am interested in this vigil, uh, but before that happens, I, I want to retire to my, my loft upstairs to kind of really dive deep into any kind of chatter I can hear on, on news reports or I kind of, I basically kind of pour over the, 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 the journalists, the journalistic outlets that there are an abundance of here on this, uh. Colony. Not Janus. Okay. Yeah, of course. So you jump into that. Um, it's all over the news right now. Of course, there are talking heads uh, referring to the explosion on the aspiration as a complete and other uh, disaster and there's more details into it it seems like it seems like there was some sort of explosion on the uh in one of the engineering spaces and then there was a second explosion on the bridge and the cause is still unknown a lot of people the the talking heads are essentially going back and forth over the issue of uh, what this means for the colony and the general feeling that the the general slant that the journalists are hitting is that um, this is supposed to be a uh, time of unity, uh, but there is a minority out there, a vocal minority, um, talking about how this is a reflection of the poor leadership of the colony. Uh, you see an older um an older man who should be in his 80s at this point. Uh, he is famous throughout the colony, a uh, Cole Reinhardt II. Um, he doesn't actually make any actual uh, physical appearance at any of these uh, talk sites, but he is definitely hitting the rounds via phone. Um, oddly enough, never actually... Uh, broadcasting his face which this is an ex man that is known to be extremely narcissistic and arrogant uh and yet he's not asking for any screen time um all these news channels are essentially just having him phone in and he is definitely pushing um as he always does on his podcast uh pro clone rights and saying that uh the main concern here is more than likely the leadership's failing and taking care of the clone workforce as up on the renewed uh, orbital station uh stuff like that uh, is there any specific type of other information you were hoping to gleam or were you just trying to get like a pulse of, trying what's, to get going a pulse of what's going on uh, i i think you know knowing a little bit more about how this the scale of this catastrophe whether it was just something if, if there's genuine like widespread concern about this being a serious setback like like you know like we talked about before the few are while not directly invested in the technological success of of getting off planet the kind of zeitgeist of, of the desire to get off planet and and the ethical and moral reasons behind that desire are definitely in the, the fuse court that's kind of their, their biggest cultural agency is about feeding that desire and want to get off off planet so you know i while, while the the the, tech, the technological aspect of it is not something the few can can concern themselves with they you know i i as a member of the few you know wanted want to be able to 
understand how to respond to this in terms of the general morale about getting off world. So, so I, I think I think going to the vigil is something that's that's very important for me because I, I want to go to take that pulse, to take the spiritual pulse of, of people who are who are worried about the the future of the colony, what this kind of setback means. Okay, yeah. Uh, once you, it's been a few hours, and I, we haven't really done another encounter. But once you go ahead and make another um, cool or discipline check, um, I think you've had an opportunity to calm down even further. Well, we've already established that Polk is a pretty cool guy, so I'm gonna roll cool again. Okay. Uh, only one goes away, so I'm down to three net. Okay, fantastic. So you arrive at the vigil. Oh, but can, can I, can I, when I yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt your, your storytelling, but can, can I, when I roll up, I definitely want to like, know, knowing that there are potential agitators and kind of counter, counter protesters, if you will, or however you want to put it, I, I definitely want to like take a, take stock of who's there. And like, I, I think, I think if there's like locals, I kind of know who the like local locals are. And if, if they're outsiders, I'll be able to maybe have a chance to check, to look for that. West Sands is a, definitely a smaller community compared to Stepping Stone, uh, because the, the whole po- human population, not counting clones or viroids, is something in the ballpark of like 90, 95,000 people. And West Sands is the smaller city compared to uh, Stepping Stone. And never mind the 10,000 people who choose to live out in the fringes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so I would say you would probably recognize a lot of faces. You might not know everyone's name. That's still like thousands of people. Um, but you can tell, you could potentially tell an outsider when you see one. Why don't you go ahead and make a knowledge society check? And I think this is probably just going to be average. That would be uh, one success, and that's it. Uh, so when you roll up to West Sand Square, it is kind of the it's kind of centered around an old mine rather uh, that was uh, digging deep directly deep uh, into the earth and so at this point a uh, bridge has been built over this just giant hole uh, in the ground and you kind of have a view of the uh, surrounding uh, canyon side uh, by which west sands have been built into overhead you see a bunch of uh, bridges going back and forth and there are of course uh this is future there, there are flying cars um although there doesn't seem to be much air traffic and you reckon that you see probably close to three four thousand people in the west sand square and which is a fair chunk of uh west hands it's not a majority but it's a it's a good healthy chunk and yeah you do see a lot of people there for the vigil itself uh there seems to have been a platform erected and uh community leaders giving like speeches across the crowd uh but as you predicted there actually are protesters uh on the other side of the square and they're holding up signs and chanting stuff uh, that basically go along the lines of uh, attacking the government, attacking the commission, uh, the uh, institutes, um, high command, everybody, every every branch of the government. They are just they want to tear it down, and that's that's what they're all gamed for. Um, and yeah, what uh, what do you do? Uh- so I think at this point, like I, I don't think I'm a, a high enough community leader to, to pretend like I'm going to make a like a speech or anything of this place, um, you know. I, I, but but I'm, I'm hoping that there are some uh, members of the few who have kind of are, are ensconced enough in, in the leadership of this community to be able to be part of those people making speeches and, and, and appealing to the. So can I, can I say that there's at least one or two few members who are kind of get up, get up to the podium and 
give an impassioned uh, uh, defense of, of the value of life on this planet and getting off and, and, and preserving it. Okay. Yeah, of course. Uh, and hopefully that goes okay. But I, but while this is happening, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I, I, I want to, I, I consider myself more of a hands-on agent in the few. And I, I, I kind of want to really, because I mean, these, these kind of protesters, I, the, the few are by no means, you know, staunch supporters of, of the government or, or not suspect of, or not suspicious of the, the, the you know, um, the, or the goals of the of high command or the commission of the institute, despite being a, a, a big proponent of their initial foundation. But this is all to say that, like, I I, I want to go kind of covertly check out these kind of protesters and try to get an understanding of, you know, do these look like, you know, kind of spurred, you know, genuine grassroots protesters? Mm -hmm. Or can I kind of try to discern that something a little more nefarious going on? I would say, uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. And this is going to be, I'm going to say formidable. So that is five purple dice. Um, just because there's just so much movement, so many moving parts going around. Um, would you like to, you have two story points. You can only spend one story point on a roll, but just, yeah, you have two story points right yeah, now. Yeah, so I, I definitely, like to, I, I think this is important to kind of get an understanding of who these kind of purchases are. So I, I, I'd really like to set a story point in this, at this point. Um, but you want me to describe, describe why, right? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, my initial thought would maybe be that, like, you recognize other uh, members of the few in the crowd, and so you're just kind of, like, also talking to them. But um, if you have a more interesting idea, uh, feel free to pitch it. Uh so I, I think I think in terms of my my former military background, kind of the the understanding of you know what when, when you're when you're a professional or you have some kind of training or something else, it's kind of hard to shake that from your general demeanor, no matter how much you try to hide it. And so I, I think that based on that, I, I'm tr I'm trying to kind of I, I I think I'm able to tell a, a more like disciplined kind of action versus a more spontaneous action in terms of what the people's motivations are. So when I'm when I'm, when I'm mm -hmm. looking to this this crowd of counter protesters, counter protesters, I'm looking for you know. Kind of a, they, they look trained. They look like practiced, or they look like they've they prepared, or they, they look you know uh, uh, wrote and kind of what they're doing, the actions that they're doing. Okay, yeah, definitely. Okay. So what does that what does that get me? Another is it like another green? Uh, you bump up when you're green. Uh, so where are you rolling Two so dollars. far? Yeah, that will give you uh, a green. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll my five purple first. So I, I gotta roll this twice. I only have three purple dice. Um, all right, so I'll help you. You gotta help me keep track of this. Hey, okay. All right, so I'm already in the hole. Uh, three, three failures and three disadvantages. Let's roll two more. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I've got six disadvantages and three failures so far. Okay, I'm sure it's gonna be fine. <laughs> Here's my roll back. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm I'm back to a net zero success and failure. Uh, but I'm going to have negative three disadvantage. Okay, so you have three threats. Three threats yeah. yeah, so you are kind of positioning yourself in such a way that you are, um, I presume, standing where you can have like a full vision of both crowds, but more primarily those counter protesters mm -hmm. who are like, uh, who is like the smaller crowd, right? Um, I'm going to spend one of those threats to give you another strain. Okay. So uh, something about this is making you very uneasy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the other two threats. Mm. Uh, could, could it be that this, like the while, while the 
you know, the two sides have been pretty good about kind of keeping the peace up to this point. So that the tension starts to rise as the groups go a little closer together. And maybe there's some shouting back and forth now. Was it? Uh, so, yeah, there are, I think the threats here is that there are rising tensions. Um, the closest points where the counter protesters and the actual protesters are, um, are starting to get a little riled up. Nothing physical just yet, but people are yelling in each other's faces now. And the previously calm, like, people who were here for the vigil are now starting to get riled up. And it's almost like a wave going through. Uh, you, The only thing you notice is that there are no cops here. <sighs> so... There's, okay, so there's there's a there's a point where people are starting to kind of get closer together. You said, yeah. I think at this point, I mean, God, there's, there's like four thousand on one side. Like, how how many counter counter protesters are there? Let's say about three thousand. Oof, Jesus Christ! All right, I was gonna say like I'm gonna start to, to kind of wade in and try to diffuse some tension, but I don't think at this point I'm gonna be one one man in the middle of two you know two waves of of, of people is gonna be doing anything. So. I, I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I mean, like, you're, I, I'm, a, I'm one man in a sea of seven thousand. I don't know at this point what I can do. So I just kind of watch and, and see what happens. All right. Uh, you watch. Things begin to escalate just moments later. Uh, suddenly, there is a fistfight here. There is a brawl over there. And at some point, somewhere, and you're not sure which crowd, some sort of uh, smoke cancer flies in the air. Um, and suddenly green smoke uh, begins to uh, work its way through the crowd, exactly in the center between both uh, both the anti-protesters and those doing the vigil. And people are coughing, and now people are starting to run, knocking each other down. You're not quite sure what this green gas could be, but judging from the immediate reactions of those running away from the cloud, it appears to be some sort of tear gas. And a moment later, you you hear a shot of gunfire. The report is really loud, is really close. Okay, so I, I, at this point, like my survival instincts kick in and I look around for like anybody I recognize who I can kind of kind of gather up and start to move people away. Like I'm, I'm, ready, to, I'm ready to get people out of here. And especially people that, but may, that may be familiar to me, really anybody. So I, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, just gonna, I'm not just gonna run. I, I wanna run, you know, making sure that other people get out too. But it's, it's time, to, time to clear as many people out of this as possible. All right, yeah, so the only person that you see and immediately recognize is Tala, the person that I mentioned earlier. Um, you've yeah. seen her around a couple of times. You haven't really talked to her, but yeah, she was apparently directly in the gas, and like she's having a rough reaction to it. Like her face is actually starting to swell up, yeah. um, and she's hacking a storm. Okay. So, yeah. I, I, so I, I, I run over to her, try to, if I'm, I try to wait for people to get to her, and I kind of know drape, drape my arm across her eye uh, did she did she know me rel uh, relatively well or not enough to recognize me i mean yeah she she would recognize you in normal okay. conditions um yeah. but yeah with her face uh, swelling up and with the situation she's completely confused by this so i'm, I'm yeah. just like tell it's polk like I, I gotta get you out of here let's get out of here right now come with me just follow 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 my directions she's hacking up and she says what's happening <coughs> is this and then you hear a hiss as a uh, cancer drops at your feet and more green smoke begins to billow out um can you actually go ahead and make a hard uh, resilience roll for me that's better that's better uh so i've got one success and one advantage uh so yeah you pick up the cancer 
as you're also with your other hand like trying to lead uh, Tala out of this crowd and you throw it over more shots of gunfire could be heard you have no idea what direction that is at this point um, you, so you toss that into the crowd of counter protesters what do you want your advantage to be uh, I, I want my advantage to be able to I kind of I, 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 while as I'm throwing I kind of you know my, my the, the natural motion of throwing I kind of loosen me up a little bit and I'm able to see a clear path out of the crowd uh, to, to kind of whisk Tala through Perfect. I was thinking just that. I am, however, going to spend a story point. Uh, so you begin making it through this crowd. You are a short distance away from actually breaking through and into like this small like enclosure of uh, what is a bank essentially at the square. And suddenly, like from from the crowd, you see like a few a few people who are dressed like counter-protesters, quote-unquote, but they match the description of uh, being the disciplined types that you were trying to look for earlier. They have, uh, they have like, blatantly military cuts, and they seem to be approaching this, like, with precision, and they notice you, um, and that's why I spent that story point, uh, and they begin to head over. Uh, so at this point, like I, I, knowing that these guys are probably not from, uh, West Sands, uh, I'm going to look for the nearest building nearby and using, trying to use my knowledge of the, of the, uh, of the city itself to kind of, to lose them. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and roll, uh, knowledge society. Oh, and like the added measure here, uh, to also like distinguish them is for some reason they came with, uh, rebreathers, you know, those little face masks to filter stuff out. Um, so they are clearly, they they were clearly ready for this. Yeah, actually. So you can either do uh, stealth or knowledge society. Uh, let's let's do stealth. I think that might be a little more up my alley. Yeah. So you got the yeah. That's a stronger dice pool. So yeah. Uh, okay. So I have a net success and two advantages. One of the uh, people that I just described like pats uh, his friend on the shoulder and you can see him pointing in your direction. Uh, you can't read their lips because they have those rebreathers, but you can tell that their attention is drawn to you. Uh, you duck into a crowd, uh, into the crowd. Unfortunately, into the... Um, I shouldn't use the word unfortunately because it sounds like I'm about to punish you. That's not the case. Uh, but narratively speaking, unfortunately, like the best direction, alternative direction out is through the counter protesters, which at this point stuff has kind of intermingled anyways. Uh, so you begin rushing out and up ahead, you see a alleyway um, that is uh, flanked by two buildings that you could disappear in one of the buildings uh, one of it is like a public like hotel building uh, the other one is a uh, let's say famous toy store um, and uh, you can duck into this alley or into either building and you f you feel like you have a good chance of losing them actually uh, let's say that toy store is actually a mall so yeah where, where do you go uh, what was the first option again uh, you have a uh, I guess I forgot the first option too. I was more focused on the famous to uh, toy you know store. Well, let's, let's, yeah. go, let's go to the mall. So, but but I'm, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that old 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 well worn tactic of you know duck duck out of duck out of eye of uh, eye shot. Is that a word? I don't know. It's a word. Duck duck out of where they can see us. Duck out of, of sight. Yeah. Duck out of sight. Get you know getting kind of some kind of nook and cranny. Let them go by and then basically double back. Sure. Yeah. You do that. Um, you begin uh, making your way there. Thankfully, your fashion senses are pretty much in line with mainstream, so you actually pass by someone who has very 
similar garb on and you kind of do this thing where while this person is distracted with uh with fighting someone else off uh you kind of just swing and loop uh past that person and yeah the uh three people who were chasing after you suddenly become busy with that person and you manage to double back and get out of this uh, infighting between the protesters and the vigil. And I think that is where we're going to leave off with like an overhead shot of West Sand Square and people uh, fighting uh, to get out of these growing green clouds. Um, and what the audience at home last sees is a uh, combat drone. Um, flying right past the camera and out of sight. All music featured is provided by one of our players, Solid, whose SoundCloud can be found in the show notes. If you have any questions or want the latest news on the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at StarshotPod, and we'll see you on one of the stars. Music